You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello there and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, and I am so excited to be joining you on today, which is an epic Q&A day. So for our new listeners, welcome here. Epic stands for Experiences with Purpose, Impact, and Community. And today we are answering questions straight from you, our listeners, and those that we support at B. Carroll Events. So today's question we actually have coming from Shelly Bryan. Shout out to her for this very insightful question, um, which we're going to actually answer in two different ways. So her question for today is, what three lessons can you pull from your biggest failure? I'll say that again. What three questions can you pull from your biggest failure? Now, listen, for those who have been listening for a while, you know, we are all about events here and experiences. So that is actually where I'm going to start. I'm going to talk about uh, the three lessons that you can pull from any big failure. And I have that in my little air quote, you know, failures um, from an event. And so that that failure may look like maybe you didn't hit your profit goals or you didn't sell the number of tickets that you thought you would, or maybe something in the event didn't happen the way you want it to do. So let's start by addressing it from that perspective as it relates to event. So the first thing I would say is uh, the lesson that you would learn is what actually moved the needle? What actually moved the needle? And the reason why I think this is a great lesson as it relates to an event, quote unquote, failure, is that we can get hung up in thinking that certain things are going to move the needle when that's actually not what moves the needle. Like we may think that the stage has to be set up a certain type of way or aesthetically the event needs to look a certain type of way. And the reality is what actually moved the needle is the fact that you sent extra emails. Maybe what actually moved the needle is the fact that you did a few more webinars and lives to invite people to come to the event. Those things may be on your marketing side, move the needle more than what you maybe thought would move the needle. Um, so there's a lot of different um, ways to unpack that in different lessons or maybe the flow of your event. Um, would have moved the needle if you had it set up to posture for, you know, to build into the call to action that you may have. So there's a lot of things. And I encourage because that's something that we do with them be Carol events. We don't just support you with the management of your event, but we also look at what are those lessons learned? What are those things that could have improved or where did we lose people? Where were people kind of drowsy um, during the day or not as attentive? Or maybe we thought having something, a big surprise at a, at a time frame would have worked well for some type of outcome that you wanted, but it actually didn't. We're taking notes on those things and we're also incorporating that into our after action reports. And it's something that I think that we should all do as it relates to this question of something that maybe didn't go the way you want it to look at what actually happened, what what was actually going to move the needle in the direction that you wanted it to go 
and, and what were the, the factors that impacted you not getting the result that you, um, thought you, you, you should have gotten another, lesson learned is attendee feedback. And I think that's another way that you can really uh, learn a lot about your event. Asking those who were in the room specific questions about um, their experiences, but also um, maybe why they didn't purchase whatever it is that you were looking to have them opt into because of your event. Ask why. I mean, I mean, that's a powerful data point right there. And I think a lot of us are afraid to ask. And really, it could be that you didn't have the right pre-qualified people in the room. Another uh, lesson or the last one as it relates to the event side is um, you may have the lesson learned may be that you've received clarity on the message or your target. Maybe going into the event, you weren't as clear about that. And with the event going through that first event, maybe it doesn't come out just the way you thought it would, but you get clarity around, I maybe need to speak more to these particular people. Maybe I need to niche down in this way. Or you have clarity that, you know what, I don't like events and it was just too much or, you know, whatever that looks like. I think, or, or you don't like that style of event, right? Maybe you're more an intimate person type of uh, t- event style versus someone who's like thrives on the big event. Like it, there's a lot to be learned through going through that first event. And I think these three, um, finding out what's really moving the needle, um, getting that attendee feedback and getting that clarity on your messaging or your target. Those are the three lessons learned that I would call out as it relates to um, a failure. And, and I would always I, and I would always say, because I'm going to transition this more to a personal side. And I'll kind of start it with this by saying um, that I, I like to say and I have a hoodie that says this. Um, so shout out to John and to Noah who. Um, have tolitis. Um, it's basically a a saying that it is like I don't take L's. I learn lessons, right? The the only t- oh no, I'm saying it wrong. The only L's I take are lessons. I think it's how it's said. But essentially, when we're talking about three lessons that you can pull from your biggest failures, it's like there are no failures. That, that's that's how I would turn that question kind of on its head. There are no fa- failures, there are lessons. So the first one, the first point that I would say that I would take out from that is how to adjust, right? In going through the process, I've learned what maybe not to do or how to adjust or what I could do differently, but it's a lesson. It's not a failure. And I think too often we fear failure and we don't lean into what we needed to get out of that experience. The second thing that I'll say as a lesson to kind of pull out of these experiences, who I want to become as we go through these different phases and this journey of being an entrepreneur, a business owner, um, life, a parent, right? A spouse. We figure out along the way who it is that we want to become. And I think when we have uh, situations that look like failures, we get that that clarity word here is coming coming back around. We get clear on who we want to become, right? We know that this one moment, or we should know, and if you don't know, let, now you know, this failure does not define you, right? 
It is just a data point to let you know like, hey, who I want to be in situations like this, who I want to be in life in this walk looks a little differently. And in order for me to uh, learn from this experience, I might need to adjust my habits, my behaviors, my decision-making, my intentionality in this type of way. The last lesson that I can say that you can pull from your biggest failure is a story. I absolutely love this one. It's my favorite. Uh, I mentioned the previous episode that I'm in the process of writing a book. And I think I am grateful to be able to look back on my past experiences that some would call failures and be able to tell the story. There's so much power in stories. And I think it, it really shapes who we are. But I also, my husband and I like to say that the things that we go through that aren't um, happy, happy, joy, joy, like they're, they're, they're harder moments. They may look like failure moments. Um, we, we like to say like we went through that, yes, to learn the lessons for ourselves, but we, we went through that for someone because through us sharing our story, through us sharing our testimony, someone else will have the opportunity to maybe avoid having to feel what that feels like or go through it the same way. They can learn just by hearing um, what our experiences and make better decisions, have a different outcome, be two or three steps ahead of, of where we were had we not had to take those steps backwards. So a story. That, that's the last lesson learned that I'll share. But as we um, wrap up, as it relates to story, if you are listening to this early on uh, March 2nd, we are doing our masterclass today. It's a two-hour midday masterclass on breaking down epic events for authors. So if maybe you have a, a story that you've already shared, you have a book project that you've worked on or are working on like I am, we invite you to um, hop into that masterclass. We will have a replay available for you if you maybe are like, yeah, Brie, I really want to learn how to break down an epic event for myself or you want to curate a virtual or live event for your book to increase sales and get that message and that impact out there. Um, by all means, the link is in the show notes. Do not delay secure that ticket so that you can, if you, if you don't have time today, you can watch the replay, go through the material because we definitely have some awesome bonuses that you'll be receiving. Even if you are not live, you'll still get the email templates. You'll still get the social media templates so that you have everything that you need to promote your event. Because in two short weeks, we will be uh, celebrating World Storytelling Day on March 20th. And I would love to see my fast action takers um, have an event, a virtual event, um, specifically at, at a minimum, right? A virtual event where they are inviting people 
to purchase their book. They're sharing and building that momentum and that spark and that energy about um, their story. So I would love for you to join us there. Again, the link is in the show notes. Um, Join us for that two hour masterclass. I can't wait to see all of you, but that wraps up our epic Q&A. Remember, you can ask your questions. That link is also in the bio. If you have a question for us, I'd be happy to share some insight on that as it relates to life, business, um, and particularly events. So for all of you out there, thank you for joining us and everyone have an epic day. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.